0: So earlier today, Netflix and the Power Rangers official YouTube page and IGN and all the uh, places of media, you know, movies, games and shows and all that uh, released the trailer. I guess you could say the uh, teaser trailer, behind the scenes trailer, whatever you want to call it, of the Netflix special Mighty Morphin Power Rangers, once and always. And you might ask yourself, well, how is this possible since the last time we all checked, Nickelodeon owned the rights to Power Rangers? And that's a good question, but I think Nickelodeon has a deal of partnership uh, with Netflix to where Netflix can show some of the programming, some of the series from the past uh, that they have ownership to. Um, unlike with Paramount Plus, that does show a lot of the content, but doesn't show certain ones because they're licensed to other places like Netflix, like Amazon, you know, Apple, you name it. So uh, basically, um, so basically, you know, Netflix has decided that since they own the rights to showcase, you know, you know, basically allow people to binge the original Mighty Morphin series that they, along with Nickelodeon, are going to basically release a 30th anniversary special called Once and Always. And what's interesting about this is you get a lot of the cast members of the Monty Morphin Error uh, as part of this now, some unfortunately you know can 't be there unless you know for one of them uh, that being Jason David Frank, it may have been his last uh, performance because we do see in the trailer uh, the Green Rangers, so we can assume that Jason David Frank did um, did you know take part in this uh, before you know his untimely passing uh, due to uh, due to what he did to himself so Again, we can only assume that he did have some part in it, uh, somehow. And apparently, David Yoast, David Yo Yoast, I should say, uh, who's the Blue Ranger Billy, um, was the one that was behind uh, the uh, the story. Basically, I think he wrote the script. Or reports he had something to do with, you know, getting the story together and you know making it what it is. So we'll just see what you know, what he has planned for us or what he kind of helped come up with uh, when it comes to the special. Uh, But yeah, they released it. And I'll I'll tell you, it's it's great to see a lot of the cast that could be there. I mean, they have um, uh, the girl that played, I think, I think they have the girl that played Aisha. You You know, they have her back. And you might ask yourself, well, wait a minute. Didn't Mighty Morphin Power Rangers write her out like she stayed in the past or, or something? Or she stayed in some kind of um, alternate present or whatever the case was when they did the alien ranger deal? Well, I think I think that will be answered because according to David Yost, uh, Yo- uh, David Yost um, and Walter Jones, uh, when they were being interviewed along with the cast and crew, that this is going to be somewhat of a different take. Like, it's going to probably be within the same continuity that you know of right now with Power Rangers, but it's basically going to be like, you know, you know, it's kind of like, you know, a diff. you know, basically it's going to be something like, it's what you, it's what you know. It's what you know about Power Rangers, even up to currently, but, It's going to be like, you know, something that explains a lot of loose ends. Like it's going to tie up a lot of loose ends from what I can tell. And the way it looks right now is uh, Aisha, the Aisha character, and the um, Adam character are part of some kind of ranger group, ranger core, I'm not really sure. Almost SPD-like, but not really. So... It'll be interesting to see what the roles are for them, but they are all coming back together for this. Uh, they got uh, Steve Crandon, who was Rocky, so he's going to be back for this. Um, you know, they got Catherine, they got Catherine Sutherland, Katherine Sutherland, who played Cat uh, in there, who was the one that um, Amy Jo Johnson's character Kimberly passed the pink power coin onto. So she's going to be she's back for that she's going to be back for that, and as far as we know the the plot is that Rita is coming back. Rita you know is coming back, but apparently you know it's going to be the voice of Rita, the the lady that did the dub for Rita in the original, or at least you know played Rita, I think in the Americanized version uh, of Power Rangers. I think she's coming back, but she's going to voice Rita, and Rita's going to be coming back as a robot or something. I I don't really know. So it's going to be really, really interesting to see what they bring to the table. Now, like I said, the trailer that they released was kind of a teaser, a behind-the-scenes deal to give us an idea, give us a taste of what's around the corner for us. And, And I can tell you this, with this being a 30th anniversary, you know, we've seen a lot of reunions. You know, with the Power Rangers and everything, we've seen a lot of old Rangers reunite for like legendary battles, crossovers, you know, stuff like that. I, I think the last major crossover we had was, you know, uh, Lord Draken. Uh, Draken had. Uh, basically kidnapped some of the past rangers and had a robot impersonate Tommy, and it turned out it was a fake, and, you know, we had... I mean, you can see the sequence on Nickelodeon, I think if they still have it up there, of Tommy versus Tommy, uh, full and complete. But yeah, you know, you had that moment, you had that crossover and stuff, and everything, so... Yeah, you had you had tons of crossovers, you know, of past Rangers, you know, in their original forms, like you know Mighty Morphin, Ninja Storm, um, you know Dino Thunder, you name it, you know, uh, Light Force and and all that. Uh, was it Light Force? No, not Light Force. Um, <laughs> Uh, Hold on for a second. Let me me think about it for a second. Uh, Now, it was not like, it was light speed. You had light speed, you had time force. That's what I was thinking about, time force. You know, you had wild force in there. So you had a lot of representation doing, I think, one of the last crossovers that Nickelodeon showed. And now we're getting this big Mighty Morphin Deal reunion. And again, like they said uh, in the trailer, it's going to be kind of a different take, but it sounds like they're going to keep it, as I mentioned, within the continuity we know of, like have some kind of connection maybe to what's going on now with the current Power Ranger series uh, and whatnot. Now, that's not the only Power Rangers news that came out today. I mean, today was basically like a Power Ranger news day, if you will. Uh, the other news item that they brought out... You know, the other news item they brought out is we have basically the revealed cast for the next Power Ranger series called Cosmic Fury. And history is going to be made. That's right. History will be made. We, because basically we are getting in Cosmic Fury our first female Red Ranger. And everybody knows that has followed Power Rangers, that the Red Ranger primarily, unless the story calls for it, you know, the Red Ranger is primarily the leader. So yes, we are getting, as far as on screen goes, we are getting our first female Red Ranger, first female Power Ranger leader. So that's pretty cool. Now, some might say, well, wasn't Kimberly kind of in that role when when Tommy became the right ranger? And and then, you know, you had Austin St. John and that, you know, and Walter and um, uh, the Trini character, you know, leave, you know, leave the show. You know, didn't that put like Kimberly like second in command a little bit? Uh, you, You could say that you could argue that and everything. And you might say, "Well, didn't they already have a female leader with one of the with the alien White Ranger?" Yeah, you could say that too. You could say that too. But again, it's only because the story called for it to be like that. It's only because the story called for it to be like that. Otherwise, otherwise it's always primarily been the the Red Ranger, excuse me. The Red Ranger to some extent. And you know right now like i said historically we've never had on screen a female power a female red ranger as the leader now i don't know if this is going to you know keep in tone with what they do what they did with the original super sentai which cosmic fury is going to be based on i don't know but it'll be interesting to see where they go with it that because that i could tell you right now if she uh, if she succeeds in, in becoming a very popular character, because you know of being the first female leader, I think this is just the the beginning. This is just the beginning. Uh, you know. A pattern that we will see like I have a feeling after this girl you know when they do the next power ranger series we're going to get a you know maybe not another female leader but I got a feeling like maybe two series later of the, if the power ranger super sentai franchise is still going by then I've got a feeling within the next two three series we'll see our second female power ranger leader after this one but yeah cosmic fury has a new power ranger uh, leader and it's the first female red ranger Now, before you say anything, yes, the um, IDW comics, I think it's the IDW comics or it's the Boom Comics. No, no, it's the Boom Studio comics. I think that's the one. Yes, the Boom Studio comics. But as I was saying, sorry for that interruption, like I said, historically, this will be the first female casted uh, Power Ranger leader that we've had on screen. And like I said, you know, if she becomes popular, it might lead to something to where, like, again, Uh, As I was saying before the interruption there, I don't know if it'll be, you know, if the series, the franchise overall will still be going, but I think basically over time, you know, we may probably like a few series later get a female leader once again and all that. And like I was saying, you know, some people would argue, well, didn't we have that before with Alien Rangers to an extent with, you know, Kimberly and, and all that. Yeah, 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 we did, but... You know, but none of this, like this magnitude or anything like that. And uh, again, I don't know if this is going off of, you know, the um, the, what they present in Super Sentai. I don't know if it's going off of that. It might be different. I don't know. Um, But we'll see. You know, we'll we'll see what they what they do and everything. But I, I can say this honestly. You know, knowing that this is 30 years. And everything now being celebrated with the Netflix special that in the 30 years, this is like the newest, Cosmic Fury is the newest series coming out probably this year. Um, I'll say this, I will be honest with you. It it really makes you, you know, it, it really makes you appreciate your youth. There is no doubt. It really does because I remember getting into this a little bit. Uh, I, I think it was like in the fall of 93 or something like that. Well, it wasn't the fall of 93. I was in California at the time. But it was mostly when I came back in, in, in the summer, I think. Yeah, in the summer of um, of 94 or something. I, did did I see a little bit of no, – no, wait a minute. I think I did. I think I did. Yeah, I think I did see some of it. I did see some of it basically, um, you know, when we were living in Kansas for a little bit, because I think it came out what, in the spring, I believe, spring, springtime uh, on syndication in Fox. So, yeah, I did see a little bit of it, but that's about it, you know, that's about it. And then I really didn't start getting into it until I moved back, like I said, back out to uh, California, I went well, out to Kansas uh, to be with my dad, and I was celebrating my 15th birthday here. In fact, one of the pictures, if I can find it, because I know I have it online somewhere, one of the pictures has me uh, basically pointing down at a Power Rangers cake that they got me for my birthday because I was, you know, watching and getting into it at that time, and it was a big deal because even, even in my high school. We had a couple of students at Oskaloosa High that were fans of it. In fact, uh, two friends of mine who were going out together at that time um, for I think it was a Spirit Week. I think it was Spirit Week leading into Homecoming Night. Homecoming Night, um, and, and they have a picture of this in the yearbook. Two friends of mine dressed up as I think the pink as I think. Uh, the pink and the white ranger i'm not really sure but they put power ranger masks on themselves to pose like that so yeah it was a big deal and i can remember basically in 95 you know wanted to go see the movie and i did on the big screen unfortunately for my dad it kind of um, interfered with what he wanted to see he wanted to see congo and I think according to reviews by people like Doug Walker, the Nostalgia Critic, I think I kind of saved my dad from a movie that he may have regretted. Instead, he ended up watching Casper, and he, and he thought that was good, too. He thought that was good, too. But, yeah, I ended up seeing Power Rangers uh, on the big screen. Um, I, I don't know if I saw the second one on the big screen. I don't know if I did. I can't remember. But I do remember watching the first one on the big screen and thoroughly enjoying it. Um, and then, of course, you know, just keeping tabs of the show for a while until basically I started to just you know not totally get out of being a fan, but kind of be like, "Yeah, now it's kind of going in directions I may not know about, and uh, even got to a point that you know I was still following it up till time force and everything. I was still following it up to then end a little bit, but um, then what was interesting, what was interesting um, um, after that. Is Well, in between that time, you know, before we started to really get into, you know, the experimentation of MP3s and and all that, the digital music, a lot of us, and this is again at a time when the internet was just still coming into its own, right? It's still very much in its infancy. And I remember just burning a bunch of stuff on the CD, a bunch of music and stuff, you know, theme songs. And one of them was Lost Galaxy. And I'm thinking, okay, Power Rangers, Lost Galaxy, was to see what the sounds like. And when I heard it, I was like, this is totally different. Like, what is this? And it always kind of threw me off. So when I finally watched some episodes, I was like, oh, now I see why they have the theme song for it and why, the, you, know, you, know, what, you know, basically what the show is really about kind of deal. Um... Uh, but a- anyway anyway after that you know like i said i, I kind of went i was kind of back and forth for a while you know and really didn't start getting back into it i think until i moved out on my own and everything and i started to to notice that they were bringing back some classic characters And one of the classic characters, of course, was Jason David Frank's Tommy character for Dino Thunder. And I thought, oh, that's pretty cool. Once you read about that and hear about that, you'll think, okay, it's pretty cool. Because basically you're thinking he's going to be the mentor. He's going to be like the Zordon of the group. And he was. But you didn't expect the mentor Zordon of the group to get into the action, and he did. So, I thought that was really cool to, to see that, and I really enjoyed it. In fact, I even got, I even recorded, and I think I still have it on DVD. No, I do have it on DVD, as a matter of fact, because it was one of the DVD plus R's I recorded it on. Um, I recorded the back in Black Deal, back in action one, the two-parter where he comes back as a Power Ranger. So, I recorded that because it was like, yeah, it's the 500th episode, that's what it was—the 500th episode, overall of Power Rangers, not just Dino Thunder, but overall of Power Rangers. So, yeah, I basically, you know, I basically watched that, and I was—I thoroughly enjoyed it, really did. And then, of course, when Power Rangers went to Disney, Disney bought the rights for that and kind of Disneyfied it a bit. I still kind of tried to keep up with it. I think it was with Wild Force that. I kind of started to kind of watch it back and forth, especially when I heard about the uh, – because I think one of the things they did was for – I don't know if it was a holiday weekend or something, but did a, they did a Power Rangers range thon and, and I remember watching it and recording all the uh, episodes that they were um, airing. In, in fact, it was actually a Power Ranger team-up marathon is what, is what it was. It was a Power Ranger team-up marathon. And it was featuring all the team ups that became very notable with Power Rangers. Some were uh there were some exceptions that were not, you know, involved in the crossover, like, you know, uh Zio with Alien and, and stuff like that. But still, or even uh, Mighty Morphin with uh, common rider, masked rider if you will. So, but still, you know, there, there was a lot of them. They had the crossover with the Ninja Turtles, you know, uh, Power Rangers Space with the Ninja Turtles. They had um, they had a, a Lost Galaxy with time. Uh, they had Lost Galaxy uh, with in, with Space Rangers, and they had Lost Galaxy with Lightspeed, and then Lightspeed um, with uh, a Lost Galaxy. Uh, Lost Galaxy, oh wait a minute, hold on, let me correct myself. They had, basically they did, they showed the, in space, the Space Rangers team with the Ninja Turtles, and they had the Galaxy Rangers with Space Rangers, and the Galaxy Rangers with the Lightspeed Rangers, there we go. And then the Lightspeed Rangers with the Time Force Rangers, and then Time Force uh, with uh, basically Wild Force, and then they had the Forever Red one, and then I think they did the one with uh, Wild Force and Ninja Storm. And so on and so forth, but yeah, you know, I I watched all that, I recorded all that, I still have the DVD, the DVD plus RW, that is of it, and I would watch it on occasion because I thought these were really good, and you now can watch these on YouTube, I believe, um, as well, so if you want to see these crossovers, you can do it. but yeah, I was I was still kind of a fan, not as much as I used to be, because I think I think when Power Rangers got acquired by Disney, it's like yeah, it's Disney. Disney can give it a bit of a, a bit of a oomp, if you will, but a bit of a boost. But I think because it was associated with Disney, it just didn't really, you know, um, you know, it just didn't really kickstart, you know, the revitalization that I think they were hoping for. You didn't really do that, and it wasn't until I think Saban got the license back and was uh, working, I think, independently again, just partnering with people before selling it to Nickelodeon, that things really started to pick up again. Because I think the people at Nickelodeon, you know, realized, hey, we, if we're going to make this a, a popular IP for people to wo- uh, people to watch, then we need to basically, you know, we need to basically. Um, you know, give the fans what they ask for, what they thrive for, and thus, lo and behold, we ended up getting a lot of these great crossovers and returns of characters that we had not seen for a while, and now it's all culminating with Netflix doing the once and forever deal, which again, you know, it's going to be a little different according to what David said uh, in the trailer, but I think it's still going to tie into what we know, know of Rangers then and now, so again i 'm really looking really looking forward to it when it happens uh, cannot wait cannot wait for it um, they, they did say there 's going to be some Easter eggs, so we might see some cameos maybe you know maybe bulk and Skull show up. you know maybe we get uh, a reference to um, Kimberly in a sense, maybe why she couldn 't be there or something. But we'll see, and again, I don't know if this is going to be the last performance we see of Jason David Frank if he's a part of it uh, we'll have to see we'll have to see you know where that leads us um, in the future, but yeah yeah it's um yeah it's just it's just great to see this happening overall and seeing Rangers that you didn't think would ever come back actually making their return so so yeah, it's going to be great to see, and um, ironically, what's funny, and, and I thought and, and I thought this was kind of weird, uh, um, they had Steve Crandons, who plays Rocky, him and Walter saying that this is the first time they've worked together, and I'm thinking, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute, this is the first time you guys have worked together, did you kind of sort of cross paths during the transfer of power to Potter, didn't you kind of cross paths then, you know, because the transfer of power was uh, basically the farewell for the uh, Jason, Zach, and Trini characters because they were go, they were leaving the show. So I'm thinking, didn't you kind of cross paths there? Maybe they maybe they forgot. I don't know, but yeah, it's uh, it's really interesting to to kind of, you know, see that, uh, to hear that, I should say. Because, again, I'm thinking, didn't they cross paths? Didn't Johnny, Jenny, uh, Johnny Bosch, who plays Adam, didn't he cross paths with, with, with Walter? And everything, didn't I mean, I know, I can understand maybe Catherine Sutherland, Katherine Sutherland not crossing paths with Walter Jones because she came in later, you know, when she became the new Pink Ranger. But, you know, I, I, still, I still, it's like, you know, what's, you know, what's going on here? You know, you know that's, that's what kind of threw me for a loop a little bit. But still, besides that, I'm just, I'm just like anybody else, happy that they're doing this. And I cannot wait for April 19th to get here because I am going to be watching this as a fan. And you know what this does prove? It does prove that if you want it to happen as a fan, because two of the people on there obviously were fans as kids growing up with this 30 years ago. So, you know, that's why they're part of it because they just would like to see these. I think they even said it themselves. They, that the reason they're part of this is because, you know, they, they just want to see this collection of Rangers again back together, you know. So that's why they're part of it as directors. But it does prove one thing. It does prove one thing that... If you're passionate enough about it, and you want to see, you know, something get one more shot in the arm, one more chance to, you know, ride off into the sunset the way it was meant to do, this right here, Mighty Morphin Power Rangers, once and, for, once and always, this 30th anniversary special, that's a prime example right there, a true prime example. I mean, the thing is. Power Rangers has been involved in a lot of things lately. You know, crossovers with Street Fighter and Turtles and Justice League. I mean, come on, you name it, they've done it. And now we're getting this, and I, and I can't wait. I cannot wait. So let me know what your guys' thoughts are. How do you feel about the Power Rangers once and, al- once and Always 30th Anniversary Special coming in April? What are you looking forward to? What Easter eggs do you think they'll drop and hint at? Who do you think will make cameos? And what are your overall memories of Power Rangers? Did you go get to see them? Did you get a chance to see the movies on the big screen, um, like I did? I got to see the first one. I can't remember if I did for the second. Uh, but what are your thoughts overall? You know, on the movies, movies. If you, like I said, if you went and saw them. And everything, what are your thoughts? Let me know down below in the comment section as well in the live chat during the premiere. Like the video. And until next time, guys, I will talk to you all later.